Hello, nerds. It's me, Tony Sindelar. Welcome back to Batman University, the podcast where I, your host, Tony Sindelar, uh, bring on a guest to talk about an episode from Batman the Anime Series that they uh, particularly enjoy or find memorable or maybe even a favorite or something they consider the best episode. Uh, my guest today, uh, you might know him from uh, the Debug podcast or his uh, appearances on the Speeder Arrowcast here on the Incomparable Network. It's Mr. Guy English. Hey, I'm super excited about this. Hi, Guy. Hey. We've been on very few podcasts together, so this will be exciting. So Yeah, and there's usually a mess of other people. Like, I don't think we've had... Yeah, there's a lot of cover. So yeah. this is... <laughs> this is like, there's nothing in the way here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, Guy, uh, you're excited to be here. Uh, you were not on the original uh, Incomparable Batman panel, but I think you wanted to be, and you were kind of following along on... I, I think you sent some uh, comments on Twitter and, and Slack. Uh, I, I take it you are you are a fan of the Batman anime series. Oh, a little bit. Very Just much a, so. A skoosh. Just as much, yeah. yeah. I, I think I just couldn't make the recording time. That happens. Like, it, it was that simple. Like, there was I, also, like, people... Oh, there was the also, song. like, 800 yeah. people on that show. Yes. So. Let me tell you, there were so many people that I decided, let's do a podcast for the people that wanted to be on that show or on that <laughs> podcast. And so far, here we're going in several episodes in. So, there was a lot of fodder. Um, so, yeah. So, is this something that you uh, watched back when it first aired or discovered later in life? Or, you know, how, how does Batman fit into um, Guy English? I saw one or two. <laughs> I saw one or two episodes when I was younger. It came out what ninety one, ninety two, kind of thing. Maybe a bit later, I should yep. check the dates. But I mean, I at that starts at point, I was kind of working at a comic book store. Uh, it, yeah, it was slightly after the uh, the original set of Batman movies came out, and I don't mm -hmm. mean Batman sixty six. I mean like the the good ones, right? Like I yep. think this might have been after the second one. Oh man, you're getting into like specifics with dates, which I'm yeah, I can't. This remember. is like now I'm guaranteed to be wrong. Um, yeah, but I th it's whatever. It, it's yeah. a rough sketch. It's around yes. that time, and it is kind of of that feel in it. Like uh, Gotham has a very, um, uh, it's it's got kind of a, a similar feel. It's got like mm -hmm. an Art Deco sort of design to it. Um, I didn't quite get into it at the time. I don't know why. I was just reading so many comics and stuff. I just, I, I wasn't watching a lot of TV. Mm -hmm. Probably the, the best way to put it. Since then, I've gone back and watched it. Uh, ooh, I don't know. More than a few times. Excellent. And I, by it, I don't mean like a couple of episodes. I mean like start to finish, like the entire show. And the JLA stuff that came, came along. Mm -hmm. uh, and even the Superman stuff, which was also good. Yeah, I'm just I'm just working through that now. So yeah. I, I it's got it. a very different feel. Yeah, as it should because Superman <laughs> is Superman and Batman is Batman, and it's true. Yeah, which sounds silly, but there, you know, a, I implore a, you to go and watch one of the shows and be like, oh yeah, that works for Superman. But it's an important tautology here in the Batman Superman dynamic. Um, yeah, you couldn't do um, a Batman the animated series show with Superman just stuck in there. It wouldn't. It wouldn't work. Yeah. Similarly, the, the Superman stuff would feel like Batman back in the 60s. I don't even mean TV. I just mean like, you know, comic books, Silver Age, Silver Age comic books. Yep. Where he's like fighting giant. Well, I mean, the classic is like the giant Tyrannosaurus Rex, right? Like, it's, they're different and they, they work so well. And the Je Justice League stuff fuses it so well together. That, 
you know? Like, when you asked me to pick a favorite uh, Batman episode, mm-hmm. I almost picked the first episode of Justice League. <laughs> that two-parter. Yep. With the, there's a, I'm, uh, I haven't seen it in a while. I've seen it several times. I believe there's like a big alien invasion, correct? Is, am I yeah, right? Yeah, Batman's on the case, and then yep. Superman kind of tries to help him, but he screws it up. Batman's not happy about that. But, you know, then they assemble the Justice League and, you know, take it on and eventually win. But it's so good just because Batman being grumpy to other superheroes is like one of my favorite things. (laughs) I forget if it's that episode or maybe it's a later episode in the first season with those aliens coming back. There's definitely a a giant battle where they're all fighting uh, like alien invaders. And at some point Batman is in like his bat uh, bat jet bat wing uh, and he's he's, like dog fighting with aliens. And then the bat wing gets like exploded and he like he uh, (laughs) ejector sheets out of it and like is falling. And he is just like so stone faced and he's on his his little he like puts his like hand to his head and says like i need someone to fly to catch me because i'm falling because i can't fly soon yeah please get me and yeah he has to say it like three times and each time Mm -hmm. it's like marginally more stressed but never in a panic it's no it's yeah just he he is not he's not easily phased yeah i'm falling from thirty thousand feet and it's like well i got some time so. Especially, especially by the time of Justice League, Batman, Batman's seen a lot of things, right? He's been around the block a couple times. Yeah, um, yeah. You know. I don't know how the continuity all fits in, and I kind of don't care. Uh, yeah, I don't know how much it's worth getting into. Uh, like, I'm sure there's uh, there's probably wiki pages d- dedicated to that. Um, yeah. You know, so so spoiler for uh, what episode Guy picked. Uh, Guy picked an episode from the uh, the new uh, Batman Adventures, uh, which is kind of weird. Uh, you know, I. I don't totally think of it as part of the Batman animated series. Um, when it first came out, it was kind of a sequel series, like Batman the animated series ended, and then this uh, the new Batman Adventures came two years later, and it has a different animation style. They redid the character designs, basically kind of to make them cheaper to animate. Um, but they got almost all the old voice actors back, and it's the same creative team. Um, so it and they even like things are moved forward. Like Robin has grown up to be Nightwing, and there's a new Robin, and Batgirl's more around on the team. Uh, so it's it's different stylistically, but it has been kind of I guess kind of like retcon to be part of the Batman animated series now. Like if you buy the DVDs, which I did, it was it's like it's volume four of the DVDs. If you stream it on Amazon, it's season four of the Batman animated series. Right. Same so with it's, iTunes, it's like yeah, the, it's the fourth, yeah. So and it's like a so different I did show. Intentionally, yeah, I did intentionally to go off the beaten path because so many of the good ones have been picked. Yeah. Either by when you guys did like what you, I mean, you outlined the top ten, mm-hmm. which I agree with. Those good. are those are great. Agree, you know, agree maybe, with me. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe there's a quibble here or there, but I can't even remember them. You know, and then I, I just I started asking you, and you're like, "Ah, oh, people have already taken them for for this show," so I kind of went out of out of the way and i don't think that this is my favorite episode but i think it's an episode that um illustrates what's good about this show or at least interesting about this show so the episode that guy picked uh it's called love is a crock uh here is your spoiler spoiler free uh overview of it uh this episode is it's got crock in the name it is a return of killer crock uh it also features a one-time villain from earlier in the season uh baby doll and this episode is very unique. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I'll leave was it with that. Was it earlier in the season or earlier in the 
in the series. series earlier in the series. Yeah, because she, yep. yeah, she was from the animated series. Like she yep. was in the first three seasons. Yeah. Uh, and she, I mean, she only appears twice in the whole show. Uh, and I guess she, uh, I did some research in preparation. I can read a wiki just like anybody else. Uh, she has <laughs> never crossed. She's a creation for the TV show, uh, and she never crosses over into the comics. Um, yeah, and she so was she, created, uh, I believe, the same. Well, it's Paul Dini, right? Yep. Uh, same guy that made Harley Quinn. Yep, he creates a lot of characters for the show, it turns out. Yeah, um, and it's no surprise that this one didn't cross over, whereas Holly Quinn did, because she's pretty sexualized, and you could, yeah. you, there's more to that character that you can do with this. But the tragedy of Baby Doll is, it fascinates me. All right, so we're going to dive into it. Uh, if if you don't want to be spoiled, if, or if you want to go pause and listen to that and watch that episode, uh, before you hear Guy and I talk about it, go do that now. So, uh, why this episode? Why, why did this episode call out to you? And I, you know, I'll admit, um, I had not, I, I didn't, I don't think I saw, or I saw very few of the new Batman adventures, uh, as a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know if I had seen this episode before when I watched it in preparation for the, uh, the podcast. Um, it's definitely interesting, but I'm interested to yeah. know why you picked it. Well, because it's interesting, frankly. Uh, one of the things I like about it is that, um, Baby Doll is a quintessential Batman villain in that uh, there's something off with her and um, her villainy is played out through through exactly like sort of the thematically what, what's wrong with her. So to be, I mean, whatever, You've, everybody now has seen the show. So mm-hmm. yeah. she was... Um, a child actress, or she was an actress on a show in which she played a child that was uh, hugely popular. And she had a tagline, which says, I didn't mean to. So she would get up to some hijinks. And then would always say, I didn't mean to, in a cute baby voice. But she has some kind of condition where, uh, I guess it's like a Gary Coleman. Is that his name? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, sort of thing where she looks just like a child. Like mm-hmm. even though she's in her like I think they in the first episode I think she turns thirty and has her kind of psychotic break. So yeah, she's, she's and like a, a little she, bit later than that here. So she's yeah, in her thirties, but still looks like a small child. Yeah, she's a grown woman, yeah. uh, and has a very hard time at life because of this, and especially like piling that on top of being a child star. It's got it's the quintessential Batman villain stuff, like Two Face or. Uh, uh, Oh, who am I thinking of? Um, oh my god, the shape shifting guy, Clayface. Yeah, Clayface. Yeah, yep. like like the he's an actor who played different roles and then got basically infected with this mud. Or there's various origin stories to him, mm-hmm. but it's the similar kind of like um, your vanity or your 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 brokenness informs what, your villainy, and I I just I find her fascinating and like a very original character, but one that is quintessentially Batman. Mm-hmm. And I think so, uh, cause I watched the episode where she first appears a couple weeks ago. Um, I think that episode's a lot less interesting. Um, it's still, yeah. I mean, it's still pretty tragic. I mean, it's, it's the idea is that she, she, uh, 
I guess she she gets to her thirtieth birthday and is basically uh, super unhappy that her acting career failed after she stopped taking on child roles. There's like a very weird scene where they show her like attempting to uh, do, act out a scene from Macbeth, um, and she basically like takes vengeance on all the uh, or she she like kidnaps all the people that used to be on the show with her, and it's a little it's a little convoluted because like she doesn't I guess she just has revenge but she has like a crew of mercenaries and it's like or thugs or henchmen and it's like how do you pay them um so it, it's a little weird and, and played a little bit wackier whereas this one is uh a little bit more straight up tragic um oh yeah and it's and you know this is kind of a hard episode to watch i mean she is pretty tragic um i find the you know she kind of switches back and forth between her adult um and baby doll uh roles and yep. the the baby doll role i find painful to watch uh like it's kind of grating and i think it's kind of supposed to be uh and the team of of her and killer croc is like it's wild like the the idea that you would put those two characters together would like never occur to me right they're um, so diametrically opposed yeah and and yet they stay they have these similarities that bring them together um and they have this uh team that kind of works until it doesn't and i mean you know i there, i find the baby doll character kind of uh i find her annoying and not, not super enjoyable to watch but like this episode tells a pretty dark uh kind of sinister story <laughs> super um, dark which is kind of why i picked it yeah and it's dark in a weird way because the baby doll character is gratingly sweet right like she's she's always hugs and like uh kissing people on the cheek and saying how much she loves people mm-hmm. it's over the top it is it's it is hard to watch but it's those psychotic breaks that make this particular episode interesting also this was a kid show yeah like wrap your head around that because <laughs> that's that's a little hard to process <laughs> yeah so when, pati- especially with this particular one right um, yeah a little bit yeah. i mean this goes dark fast yeah. And even Croc is like, whoa, this is too much for me. <laughs> like, I'm out of this, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's just, there's some very striking scenes in this. You know, the the episode opens with, like, the episode shows us, like, a little clip from her show to, I guess, to introduce us to the character if we don't remember her from the previous episode. And yeah. then it's this very weird thing where I guess she's she's got, like, a day job work being a clerk at a hotel and some tourists come in and basically harass her. Uh, and that's kind of, uh, you know, the the... Like, well, it's like uh, a drunk husband kind of guy. Yeah, being out of and the that, town like, and they come back to the hotel, and he's a drunk ass. Yeah. yeah, and that inspires kind of her villain turn. Uh, but like, it, but she's speaking that, not with the voice on. Yes, that's what I think. I find a little confusing about the character is she has the two personalities, like the adult and then the baby doll persona. And I was, I'm a little unclear. Like, does she have control over when she does one versus the other? Because she's in baby doll mode most of this episode, right? Most of it. Um, but I'm not. Yeah, I don't know if she does, mm-hmm. uh, because her speech at the end or near the end to Croc uh, is delivered in not the baby doll voice. Yes. Um, and there's uh, I, there's there's some other stuff about the episode that's a little weird. And they try and do a lot. Uh, um, and you know these episodes are very fast paced. They really cram a lot. I mean, it's like 22 minutes, and that's with like yeah. a minute for the opening sequence and 30 seconds of ending credits. So it's like yeah, and they've got they've got some like plenty of action in there. And you're trying to you're trying to compress the psychosis of 
pretty complicated character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this episode that, has like, yeah. several action set pieces, right? Like there's Killer Croc trying to break out of his, he's like uh, uh, basically being like his competency hearing, uh, which is strangely live broadcast. Um, but I guess needed to Whatever. be so that baby doll <laughs> yeah. can see it. Yeah. Uh, you know, TV logic. Yeah. Uh, so she slams the gut. She, she gets rid of the drunken guy and then goes back to her room frustrated. And she delivers a speech in her own voice, not the baby mm-hmm. doll voice. Uh, that she's angry that she's different and then channel surfs a bit and sees croc on trial and his his plead to the judge is that like i'm i'm being persecuted because i'm different and he's clearly different he's a giant green crocodile and they even human you know they redesigned this is the first i I think the first appearance of his redesign for the new batman adventures where they make him even more kind of monstrous right like he's more even more reptilian and yeah. uh less human on, um than the the previous ones so yeah that character um, goes all over the map even in comic yeah. books he's like he'll get rendered however they feel yeah he, he he yeah. is he can be anywhere from guy with a skin condition to dinosaur basically right so yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah he, he he comes in a lot of shapes and forms um so uh I like the scene where, uh, you know, basically, so Batman and Croc fight. They have a, a really quick fight, and Batman and Croc ends up. Uh, he's at Arkham Asylum, and they've got the weird thing where they've got him in like a like a zoo like tank. Um, yeah, so he's, he's like, like living under water. Yeah, which is like again adds to the kind of like monstrous, uh, uh, creepy feature of this of this character. Yeah. Um, and then to add to that, Baby Doll comes to talk to him and basically kind of try and recruit him. And she's throwing him like giant whole chickens. <laughs> so, yeah. And he's eating um, them. Like in one bite. And all. Yeah. This is like a yep. roast chicken and he's just chomping yeah. A little cartoon style, but also a little bit like he is just kind of a monster. Yeah. Um, um, and then we have so, – so they have their chat and it, it's – I mean I guess they've kind of forged their alliance. And uh, you know, the, we, the next scene is that Baby Doll is going to uh, – doesn't have an amazing plan, but basically arranges for the prison transport to get uh, hijacked. Um, she's playing in the street, and the the, tra- the the prison van drives off the road, and then she has a a little like uh, taser type thing that she stuns the guards with suction and cups. She, it's very yep. cute, and she's definitely yes. in the baby doll one hundred percent personality. Yeah. yeah, and she seems to have, in addition to being kind of, I mean, I guess she's kind of your criminal genius. She also seems to have access to a variety of weird toy uh weapons um that we see throughout the episode which is you know a little strange but i guess it kind of fit there's a there's a lot of characters who batman villain it's a batman villain yeah i mean she shops at the same store as the trickster (laughs) and the toy maker and joker you know they all get the same catalog so (laughs) you know um and we we have the kind of you know reinforcing the like Basically, Baby Doll and uh, Killer Croc are not well, you know, are not accepted in society. Like the, the guys who are transporting Killer Croc to the bigger prison are, you know, jerks to him and talk. You know, they kind of dehumanize him, and uh, I think they refer to like how is things in the luggage compartment? Because uh, you know, I'm sure Killer Croc has not heard enough alligator jokes in his life. <laughs> yeah, I might turn to crime too. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, and then the, you know, so they, 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 she gets Killer Croc out and they're, uh, what I like is then the episode seems to jump forward in time, a relatively significant amount. And they, we, we go to like, uh, baby doll and Killer Croc at home in their little sewers headquarter, 
where they've got like stacks of money and he is just returning with like, here's all our headlines from the newspaper about how awesome our crime spree is. Yeah. Um, and they, they seem to have set up a little life for themselves, yeah. which is Did, which did is you notice cute. that uh, he says, even the out of town, I don't know if he yes. says rags, even the out of town rags love us. He's and got it's, a daily it, planet. He's got a daily yeah. planet in which I'm like, yep. oh, that's nice. And there's, I think there's a little sub headline on there that's like Superman too busy to deal with it. And it's like, like, come on, Daily Planet. That's, I miss that. He's got a lot to do. Um, One of the things that, that really struck me about this episode is uh, it's very focused on, um, we see all this stuff that baby doll and croc are doing. And like Batman and Batgirl are in this episode occasionally, but like, it's not about them. Um, like Batman has like almost no dialogue in the entire episode. Um, like he's just like, I feel like they maybe even added a scene or two with him just to like remind us that that's who this show is about. Cause like this episode is basically them and their relationship spiraling apart. Uh, and Batman just happens to be there because it takes place in Gotham. That's what, that's, that's part of why I like, uh, this show. And I don't mean Mm -hmm. this particular episode. I mean like the entirety of the the Batman animated stuff Mm -hmm. is it doesn't need to be about him. Mm-hmm. Like they can I, go and tell other stories and he's almost a force of nature in some of them. Like it's inevitable that Batman's going to come get you, but how did it all fall apart so that he, he was able to swoop in, you know? Yeah. I mean, just comparing to other kind of more formulaic episodes, like we would totally see it from Batman's perspective. There would be, you know, we would have the scene where like the bank gets robbed and then Batman, you know, thwarts the robbery, but they get away. And then we'd go to the back, like a scene where he's doing something on the back computer and then he would solve a clue. And then, and like, no, that doesn't really happen. Like, you know, they're driving around in their boat. They just cruise around in a boat until they see them. (laughs) And then later they wander around the sewer uh, until they get to the head, yeah. you know, until they find And they the get plants. there late, too, because they've yeah. already plotted, like, <laughs> he sees them going to the sewer grate, and they have, like, at least one evening there where they fall asleep, because she wakes him up the next morning. Yep. And she's got a plan to go and, you know, hang out with the nuclear reactor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Batman and Batgirl, who's effectively acting as Robin at this point, mm-hmm. they don't show up there until after they've made the plan and then left. Yeah, he is, I mean, usually Batman is, like, right on the heels of the villain, and, like, they seem like they're a couple steps behind this episode. <laughs> yeah, a little right? bit. There's some weird scenes in here. There's the, you know, we get the the thing where, uh, I mean, the relationship is not exactly well-balanced in that uh, Killer Croc seems to be uh, basically kind of, I mean, it's unclear exactly what the nature of their relationship is, so I don't know if he's cheating on her or, but, like, he seems to want to go out and hang out with floozies down by the docks. Uh yeah, he gets, he gets angry and goes out for a couple of drinks and ends yeah. up picking up a couple of girls. But uh, Baby Doll has... Which was a little unsettling, like, to see oh, yeah. Killer Croc walking down the street the whole with, thing like, is just with don't think you know, a girl on each arm. And he's got, like, the, the kiss marks and lipstick on his face already. And it's just like, well, it's it's Gotham. I guess he's, like, a local... Uh, he's, he's a local folk hero with right? a certain crowd, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they could be they could be working girls and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This just, you just I mean, try not I, to think about too. I mean, this episode is dark. That's dark. Yeah, every villain probably has a small fan club in Gotham. It's just a question of how small. So yeah, but this guy's um, a crocodile, and his girlfriend is like, looks like she's six. So it, yeah, this is it's just this is a dark episode. Yep. Anyway, that sets her off because she's now 
in a jealous rage. And so we get to kind of the culmination, which is they, they go to the nuclear power plant and I guess Killer Croc helps bust in and then they're, they're in the uh, kind of control room doing a bunch of stuff. And the question I had while they were watching is like, how do they make money off this? And then the show quickly answers that that's not what the plan is about. Yeah. Right. Killer right. Croc is like, okay, now we like phone in our like ransom demand. And she, I mean, we, it kind of bookends it. Right. Cause we had her in her adult voice kind of at the beginning of the episode. And then uh, she's in baby doll voice for a long, long time. And we get kind of her, I think her one last delivery in adult voice here so. where it's like, this is like, no, the plan is that we blow up Gotham. And you and I go out Romeo and Juliet style. Um, and Killer Croc is not happy about that. No, he um, tries to stop her. I mean, he's, yeah. a, he's a thug with aspirations of getting a lot of money and going down to the bar and picking up a couple of floozies. That's it. That's his limit on the evilness. Like, blowing up Gotham doesn't really appeal to him. Yeah, there's no there's no payday in that. Um, yeah. Slash, he, does, he also does not want to be blown up. Right. Uh, yeah. He has strong, strong feelings <laughs> about that. Um, and then, you know, what's kind of neat then here is, so he, he turns on baby doll, uh, you know, Batgirl and Batman show up just at the right time. Uh, it is fun in the new Batman adventures. There's basically always Robin or Batgirl along. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so you have kind of, I don't know, I think slightly more interesting fight scenes because you have, uh, two heroes a lot of times and they do a lot of like divide and conquer. So like Batgirl's deactivating the reactor, um, yeah, she's doing and, the Bainey stuff and Batman's yeah, fighting Croc. Batman's fighting Croc. Also, you know what? A, Batman does a very jerky move here. He busts in and Croc tries to say, wait, she's crazy. You've got to stop this. Like, she's about to blow everything up. And Batman just kicks him in the face before he can yep. even. <laughs> kick, kick, kick in the face first, ask questions later. It's like, really? Just listen to the guy because he's actually on your side here. If you hadn't kicked him. This whole fight would have been immediately over. Because he, yeah, he could have made things a lot safer for the people of Gotham. Because uh, we then have this kind of weird kind of three-way fight where uh, Killer Croc is going after Baby Doll yeah. and Batman is going after Killer Croc. Yeah. And they're, Croc you know, just gets they, enraged. He turns into yeah. Hulk and he's like, I'm just going to smash everybody. <laughs> and it's like, if you just talk to the guy, you know, defuse the reactor. Yeah, Batman, like, use your words. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So there's no, there's, there's, you know, there's no de-escalation uh, tactics in that utility <laughs> no. belt. That's the problem. I guess it's not. Just, yeah. Um, and I mean, I like the kind of they have the, you know, the the chase fight where they're all they're all going after each other and they kind of turn on each other. Uh, you yeah. know, because it goes back and forth a few times. It, right? yeah, it go, yeah, and you know, at one point it looks like Croc is going to kill Batman and and Baby Doll zaps him and. Yeah. Oh wait, we find out that Batman's uh, ears on his cowl. Of metal or something, something extremely rigid. Uh, when he gets his head held in a turbine, yeah, exactly. His head's in a turbine, uh -oh. and they just make a clanking sound. And I'm like, that's that's like, what does he do with that? Put his head down and charge somebody? Is that his move? Yeah. Um, the nuclear power plant works kind of fun for a backdrop for this kind of fight because we've got all these different gangplanks on different levels and ladders and turbines for some reason. Um, and you know that that works okay uh you know when i was because i watched this a couple times the second time through i was like there's only like like five minutes left and they haven't gotten to the nuclear power plant yet and there's like so much that they do there and it's all there they just really cram it in really efficiently yeah. um until basically i guess killer croc kind of takes himself down by 
he tries to pull a pipe out of the wall to, I guess he's probably going to beat Batman with it. And unfortunately he lets loose like a torrent of boiling water. Yeah. Uh, and that gets not, he gets taken down from that. Yeah. He's not the brains of the operation. No. Um, and you know, and they, they show that pretty well with the, the previous stuff. Like, yeah. uh, baby doll is the brains. She does a lot with her distracting. Um, I did think, you know, I, I did. I mean, apparently they are a very effective crime fighting or not crime fighting, crime causing, <laughs> crime causing duo. Uh, I did think I, I kind of wondered about that, but it's again, it's Batman, it's comic book logic, uh, because it's like Baby Doll is literally a famous TV personality, and she's on the cover of all the the uh, the, uh, the the newspapers for her for her crime spree, and yet she can still like pretend to be a kid in a casino and cause a distraction, and then Killer Croc like smashes down a wall. Killer Croc. Also super conspicuous because <laughs> he's a bit. lizard guy. Yeah. yeah. Giant crocodile man. Like you'd think when he's walking around town spending his money, like he should have to wear a hat or like a hooded sweatshirt. Yeah. So, well, he wears, no. a, he wears a vein coat. Yeah. So good enough. <laughs> um, the one thing I did, I, I didn't, you know, I, I don't super care for the baby doll uh, character as a villain, but I thought this was a great story. It does end very abruptly. I thought that was a little weird. Oh, yeah. Like it's yeah, they... like there is like usually I feel like there's like a little bit of like a coda or like a wrap up uh, um, like that we was, you know, we frequently have the like, you know, Batman takes them to Arkham and we see them, you know, we, we get some cameos from the other villains or like the slow zoom out while they're locked in their cell or something like that. And it's like, nope, he gets hit with boiling water and it's like, we're out. We're done. Uh, well, I think. I think they just want to tell the the croc mm-hmm. baby doll story. I would have liked a little, I would have liked one more scene, especially with, I'm a little less concerned about croc. I mean, he's going to come back and he's going to be croc. He, he, he doesn't change much. Um, yeah. I would have liked like a little, a very quick scene with like, what is baby doll's fate or, or how does, you know, she end up. Um, yeah. That's kind of but, why I picked this episode is that I think she's a very interesting character that was underused. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I feel like they could have, they could have done more with her. Uh, it, I think it's, I think the team ups are fun, especially, I, I mean, this character doesn't appear in the comic books. So this is like totally an original team up they created for this episode. It's not like this is a cla- classic team up from the comics that we're going to turn into an episode. It was okay. like, no, this was, there's a lot of originality in this one. Um, so I don't know that, that, that is one of the big strengths of this particular episode and, and the dark, weird story that they tell yeah. with that. So um, did you like it? I'm not sure if I. L- I, don't I don't know if, if I, I like, like it. it. It's like I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know if I, I like am it. fascinated by it. It is, is interesting. Yeah, it is worthy of discussion. Yeah, um, but I don't know if I like it. Um, it's it's hard for me to. I find the baby doll character so grating. Um, yeah, that it's it's a, that's a little hard for me to work with. It's definitely interesting. It's definitely tragic and worthy of discussion. But I don't think I like it, and I don't think you know. I mean, it wasn't on my like top 20 list. Um, I don't think I'd put it toward the list, but it's definitely, in, I mean, it's definitely interesting, which I mean, I think that's what you, why you picked it. Well, it's it, a it standout, is interesting. Right? It's like, yeah, this is not, a, it is, it's not it, certainly not a formula episode at all. It is memorable. Um, <laughs> definitely. I'll give you that. Um, so that's kind. <laughs> I mean, it's going to stick with me. Um, so, but, but um, you know, so here's why, I mean, I'm going to use the word like, but here's why I mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I f- think that it is indicative of what Batman the Animated Series is capable of doing, mm-hmm. which is something kind of far afield from their usual formula. Still sticking to the basic premise of the show, but doing something that's just really kind of weird and out there. 
It's like they slipped an episode of Twin Peaks in the middle of Batman, the animated series. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And it still kind of worked in some way. I I mean, there are a bunch of episodes that are pretty formulaic where it's like, we're going to introduce this villain and, you know, they have a gimmick and we're going to see that. Um, I mean, one of the strengths of the show is the episodes that go off formula. And this one is a great example of that, even if it's not, you know, even if it's not an episode I, I particularly like, uh, it is definitely off formula yeah. uh, for the pairing, for the lack of Batman. Like, to me, that that is, that is you know, I like Batman a lot. And I think Batman's a great hero, but it's great I, when there are Batman animated series episodes that, like, he's not a big deal in. Like, it's just, it's about the weird stuff that happens in Gotham. Yeah. Batman um, may as well just be like, doom is coming. Like, every time you cut to him in Batgirl, it's like... This is not going to end well, and that's yeah. You don't even need them saying any words because they're pointless, you know. Like, I would have. I mean, I feel like maybe that would have been uh, perhaps even they were doing some pretty gutsy stuff here already. So maybe that was too gutsy. But like, I mean, imagine if you had cut the, out of this episode, like the scene where they're talking in the boat, uh, Batman and Batgirl, and the scene where they're walking through the the scene where like maybe they didn't even need to find the headquarters and get blown up right they yeah. could have just shown up at the like if we basically just had them there like yeah that would probably be way too gutsy with all the other things yeah. that they or if they just never trying. said anything to each other yeah like if they're just people that show up in this story about baby doll and killer croc that would be pretty wild um but this episode is already pretty wild <laughs> it's pretty wild um but I, I i like that i like when they're when there are episodes that don't have to be all from uh batman's perspective because like you know the fact is, Batman, there are a lot of Batman stories out there. Some of them are interesting, and some of them are not so interesting. And there are interesting stories you can tell about Batman's villains, about yeah. the various police, uh, about Robin and Batgirl. Like, yeah. it doesn't all need to be from Batman's yeah. perspective. Yeah. And um, I, I find Baby Doll an, an interestingly tragic character. Mm -hmm. uh, do I like when she's in Baby Doll mode? Not, <laughs> not at all. But the tragedy of the character is sort of, it's, it's interesting. And it's that's really dark for children's TV show. Yeah. Especially because I've, they're like probably her age or the age yes. that the character acts, which is like, oh, that's rough. And there, I think that, I mean, I would imagine this would be lost on kids, but in watching it uh, as an adult, the kind of uncertainty about how in control of herself she is, yeah. is like, like another added element of, of unsettlingness, right? Like, is she a criminal mastermind using the baby doll persona to uh, manipulate Croc and get what she wants? I don't. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think, think we so. can say that. Yeah, yeah I don't I think, think so, so. Or at least I don't think there's the information there that you can to say that. Right. Like, yeah. I I think that it is like that is in some ways like a simpler, slightly less creepy story, right? It's like that is just a persona. I, I she's think the on. first episode that she appeared in, but I got more of that impression that she was using the persona. This episode, it's like. I have no idea. You're just, you're bananas. So. Yeah. Cause she, I mean, I think it's like, she has that, that bad experience with her day job with the jerky tourists and the drunk husband and like snaps that, yeah. that pushes her to like, you know, regress into the, the persona, uh, which is, yeah, that's, uh, that's some dark stuff. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, yeah. so that's a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> indeed so um i think you know this was again i don't know if i like this episode uh i don't think i would put it on my my top 20 uh or top maybe even 30 or 40 but uh it's definitely interesting yeah um so i wanted to give you a chance i know that, uh, if there are any other episodes that you want to kind of uh 
uh, mentioned. They may be episodes that other people cover in the future. But you, if you want things you want to bring up that uh, viewers who are you know picking and choosing from Batman episodes, if the uh, things you want to point them toward, if there's anything you feel strongly about, oh, you've if not, covered, that's cool too. You've covered so many. Uh, I've got Batman in my basement. is my favorite episode ever. Really? No. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> okay, I see what you're doing. Because no. that may may be my. It's it. I don't know if that's my least favorite, uh, but it's up there. I hate that episode. Yeah. Dan Moran loves it, and he and I are enemies now. Uh, oh, really? We're, just, we're just also now? friends. Just now. <laughs> when we talk about that episode, we're enemies, and then we stop talking about it, and we're friends again. <laughs> it works like that. Um, um, not a good episode. I find some charm in it. I'll just I'll say that about I, it. I am happy that someone can be brought joy by that episode. Not joy, charm. Not I, I find charm. it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't bring me joy. It's just, oh, that's cute. <laughs> okay well so you've aggravated me with that mention <laughs> any other ones um, you want to mention i don't like all of the ones on your list that, you, mm-hmm. that you've covered sure some of the riddle of ones are interesting but uh i find a little bit formulaic i uh, he i have to say i i love puzzles and th- those kinds of things so the riddler is probably my favorite batman villain uh and he's there's only a couple i think there's three episodes with him yeah. i wish he was in like every other episode but i basically I, I don't know from what i read online like they found writing those episodes like super frustrating and not fun so yeah uh, but i think, I, I I think love maybe there's a, a computer game one that just totally turned me off of the idea there is one that feels very dated where they put on vr headsets and they get sucked into yeah. a computer as you did back in the day back in the um, 90s that happened to yeah like, in the best, 90s computers friend, and tvs my best friend yeah. died that way got sucked yeah. right into a video game People got sucked into computers and TVs all the time in the early 90s. It was, it was very, yeah. very dangerous. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Thank God we solved that problem. Yeah. Oh, God. I worked on a computer animation about somebody who gets sucked into a computer <laughs> really? in, the, in the late 90s. <laughs> I, I, too, I, too, am a victim of that era. So, <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to, like, bring it up. It, it strikes everywhere. That's it's, the problem. It's I'm sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm better now. <laughs> okay. I came back. It's good to know. Um, well, Guy, I'd like to thank you for joining us here at Batman University to uh, talk about uh, Batman and Baby Doll and Killer Croc and their adventures together. Uh, I had a lot of fun. This was a weird, unique episode. I'm glad you picked it because I don't know if anybody else would have. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I had a lot of fun, too. Thanks a lot for having me on. Really enjoyed it. In the next episode, Shannon Sutterth and I discuss her chance to dream.